<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, I'm wearing this t-shirt and holding this headline that said, Joy Reid to make history as cable TV's first black woman primetime anchor. I think we have to start by saying, who won the week and the year and the universe? It's Joy Reid. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. Hi, Joy How are you? I miss you. It's so great to talk to you. I miss you, too. You are such a goddess to do this for us this week. I can't believe it. No, you're doing it for me. I appreciate you giving me a little time to, like, you know, chat about the new show. I am okay. I just peed a little bit because you mentioned the new show, <laughs> the readout, which starts uh, Monday, July twentieth. I mean, Joy, I know you've heard from everybody in the world. Are you? How excited are you? Are you nervous? I know you're such a pro. I, you know, I don't get necessarily nervous, but I mean, it, it's daunting because the more I think about it, and the closer I get to it, you know, it's such a huge responsibility. And it, it does like every so often I'll stop and step back and really think about, you know, the fact there haven't been any other black women doing this uh, before. And to be the first person through the door to do that is actually really humbling and a little bit freaks me out a little bit. Uh, but uh, but I'm excited, though. I'm excited. I can't wait till they when they do the 30 seconds. Five seconds, go. I'll be, I might be a little nervous at that point, but I'm not nervous now. Okay, well, I, I'm going to have an adult diaper on for that moment because, uh, <laughs> as you know, Joy, I am, I, I discovered you first. I don't care what anyone says. Um, and I have to say, I have never, let's talk about me for a minute. Um, a and Joy is my entire, I'm a single loser, so it's my entire weekend, mentally, intellectually, emotionally. It's my entire social life. I don't know what I'm going to do with my weekends now. Um, I, I have never watched two hours of a show both days. I mean, that's appointment listening and appointment viewing, right? I mean, so yeah. people are so excited. How is the new show going to be the same or different as they enjoy? Well, I mean, we're definitely going to have the same. And thank you for saying that. And, you know, I'm very proud of what we built at AM Joy because, you know, normally, as you say, the weekends, you know, are, you know, you do, it's, it's really the news. It's like a news breaks of hours. You know, you have really brilliant people like Alex Witt who will make sure you know what's happening. Um, but for us to do a point of view show, there had been point of view shows obviously there before. Melissa Harris Perry, Chris, you know, Chris Hayes started out on Up. 
you know, and so Point of View had been established at uh, on the weekends, but we were able to create something um, that just in terms of just the numbers, I was always shocked when I would look at the numbers or the number of people who were watching us on a weekend morning. Um, and I think it's because we, like you, I come from the radio background as you do. I'm in the conversation business. And I think you can listen to, you know, I used to do a four-hour morning show. And you can, I mean, I can't literally talk for four hours. That might be a problem. But um, if you're doing conversations, it's listenable. So we're telling you the news. We are doing that job, but we're also having a conversation. And so I want to bring that to prime time. We're going to definitely make sure that people are up to what's happening in the world. We're going to be out of D.C., so we're going to be catching those Congress people and senators as they try to run out of the Capitol. We're going to catch them before they get out and make them tell us what's happening. And then also bringing that same conversational spirit to Brian. Um, yeah, you are, uh, I don't know how to say it. You're a rock star. I always make it weird with you. When I was on set with you here in LA, I know that you noticed I was just staring at you because I was like, oh, this is how you do this hosting thing. Okay. This is like a getting a free masterclass. Because um, you are just you you have such charm and charisma and you're able to come off as nice, but you suffer no bullshit. I love when you have right wingers on because you're just like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> um, and it's funny because we used to know, be able to come on. They don't like to come on anymore for some reason. <laughs> we can't get them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you just beat them with your Harvard degree. You're like, yep, nope, yep, nope. Um you so I don't even know where to start. I first of all, as you said, you're going to be doing your. You live in New York. You're going to be doing your show from DC. Now, are, is your super hot husband Jason going to be? Where where is he going to be? Because you are the most beautiful couple Thank I've ever you. seen. I should get him. He'll love to hear that. Um, no. So we we actually live now. I'm right now in the in the DMV area. I now live in the DC suburb. We actually bought a home two years ago and you know it, out here in the woods like you know i'm sitting here in the one place that i get decent reception like where we are because it's very woodsy and yeah. i really had been going back and forth from new york city to here and just bopping in he became fully woodsy the minute we had the woods house with a basement he was like bye new york see you later, bye so he's been here more and now that we're doing you know i've been doing more and more spending more and more time here so i'm fully ensconced i i you know we have a place in new york because our kids are not fully realized yet so they still need a place to live um but and they're mostly new york people but no i'm, I'm here i'm actually going to be living here working from here and the studio is right in the basement. So it's great. I go from the bedroom right yeah. into the basement to work and go back up to bed. <laughs> um, and you, your three kids are how old now? So our kids are 24, 22, and 20. So we have one more collegiate okay. uh, legion um, who's going to be in New York uh, in school. Sort of online. We just found out this yesterday that it's like half online, half in person. I'm a little nervous about the in-person part of it. But the other two are, you know, they've already graduated. So at least we know they have less of a chance of being anywhere near COVID. So Joy, this is just, as everybody has said, just so well-deserved, so overdue. Um... Okay, Joy, hold that thought. Because when Joy Reid gets me the host of the prison block gig on MSNBC <laughs> when Donald Trump and his whole family are in prison, I'm going to need my clean phone pro more than ever. Yeah. you got to disinfect everything if you're talking to anybody in the Trump family. Ugh, filth, corruption. Jail cells get dirty oh, in general. Clean Phone Pro. You have got to have it in the age of coronavirus. Yep. It's the UV light they use to disinfect masks in hospitals. I disinfect my mask in there. I can use the disposable more. And I get my disposables at the same place and my KN95 masks. 
Great prices on all of them at thenewdealshop.com. And you, your phone, your earbuds, right? Your sunglasses, your regular glasses. Your USB drives. Your credit cards, your cash, yeah. your car keys, anything you've got. You put it right in there, press the button, boom. And it also charges your phone while it's disinfecting it. That's so perfect. It is fantastic. And right now, if you're on the road, they just came up with a car plug adapter. What? Because if you you need to disinfect stuff right away. When I go on my bike rides, I want to disinfect everything right when I get back in the car. Uh, if you want to stay safe, go to the newdealshop.com. Get the Clean Phone Pro right now. Get one for home, one for office. Get one for all your beloveds. Go to the newdealshop.com. Order the Clean Phone. Stock up on K95 masks as well. Be prepared. Go to the newdealshop.com. You are made for this moment. Can we talk a little bit about you? Because people, I think, are fascinated. You were born in Brooklyn in 718, yo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, your, your dad from the Democratic Republic of Congo, your mom, a college professor from uh, British Guiana, grown up, you grew up uh, Methodist, one sister, one brother. Right. And mm-hmm. then. Uh, OK. So but then you raised mostly in Denver. Uh, your parents divorced. And I did not know this until the uh, you were lived in Denver till 17. Your mom died of breast cancer. Yeah. When you were 17. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And you but you went on to move back to Brooklyn with an aunt, went to Harvard. How were you able to, I mean, that's a tough time to lose your mom, 17. My mom's 97, and I'm worried about losing her every day. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine at 17. What, how did that form you? It was tough. I mean, it was, you know, my mom and I were very close. I was, I'm the middle child. I have a baby brother and a, an older sister, uh, June Carroll, by the way, who is really great. She's in Hellstrom, the new Marvel series. She's a really great actress. Um, and, you know, it was tough because my sister was at Brown when my mom passed, and you know, it was just me and my little brother, who at the time was just, he didn't even turn 12 yet. He's going to turn 12 that year. It was devastating. You know, my mom was my best friend. She was like, we were really close, um, you know, and I had had this dream when I was growing up um, of being a writer, but I officially was going to be a doctor. Uh, and once you say that to a West Indian mom, it's like, oh, you're going to be a doctor. This is so great. And then you're locked in, right? So my sister was locked into being a lawyer. I was locked into being a doctor. My brother was the architect. Like, she was like, perfect, everyone a professional. So when she passed, uh, I completely lost any motivation to do, be a doctor. So I went into Harvard as a, as basically as a pre-med and I was failing all my classes. I was really depressed. I, I couldn't even get out of bed most days. And it, you know, it was so bad that, you know, I'd never gotten, you know, I, you know, I was a really nerdy student, really nerdy. I never got below a B. The only time I ever got below a B was in typing. In typing, I got a I got a C, and I literally it was just like it was devastating. I was like, my life's over. I can't do this. Um, who who said that? Never learn how to type, and then you'll never have to. <laughs> who said excellent that? Somebody. Point. Excellent point. No, it's funny. I actually wound up being actually a really good typist, even though I got a C in it. I ended up being able to pay my way through school because when I got to school, you know, Harvard can be very harsh. They transferred my mother's parental contribution onto me. So I had to work. I was waiting tables, washing uh, blackboards. I was driving the shuttle bus. You know, I was working. All the rich kids that I went to school with were like ne'er-do-wells who were smoking weed. And I was working constantly to pay my way through school. And I did that for a year and got barely kind of struggled through it. I would go to Brown where my sister was and hang out with her. And then I just took a year off. I was like, I'm not going to be a doctor. This is not going to happen. I'm flunking out of Harvard. I can't keep this up. So I wound up in New York. I was living with my aunt. Um, and I ended up temping and then getting hired at Columbia Pictures. So here I am working uh, Columbia Pictures, which was literally right down the street from 
Trump Tower. Um, and <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Um, and I wound up completely changing my career goals. You know, I was eventually, I lived with my aunt for a while. And then I ended up taking this year, you know, during this year off, I ended up moving out because her rules were really strict. Um, so I ended up living in Fort Greene, like down the street from Spike Lee. And Spike Lee had, you know, Spike's join and he's making movies or movies on the street everywhere. And I went back in as a film major. My family was horrified, wow. <laughs> like you're giving up being a doctor. Uh, and I ended up graduating with a film degree because I was like, I'm not going to do something that I, I, at the time, I just didn't believe in medicine. It had failed my mom and I just didn't see myself ever being in that profession. You know, I've only now, I mean, I, I so appreciate doctors and the medical profession looking what's yeah. happening with COVID. But when I, you know, at that age, I just, I hated everything about medicine and I didn't want to yeah. be that. So I, I, it ended up changing my life. I'm sorry things life. have ended up so badly for you. Only you can tell a story about being an underachiever at Harvard and make it somehow very charming. Um, I, can I say your mom and Gwen Eiffel are doing shots in heaven? I mean, you know that. You feel it, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Hold that thought, Joy. I need to put some Plexiderm on so I can look like I did when Joy Reid listened to us when she lived in Miami right. <laughs> a thousand years ago before she was Joy Reid, and I hung up on her. Okay, listen. Plexidoim. It, it wikes. It wikes. That's what they say in the TV commercials in between when Joy talks. Yeah. That's what I call commercials. The things in between when Joy talks. Yes, the yeah. things that interrupt Joy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And now back to Joy. Okay. <laughs> Plexiderm, though, I'm telling you, I thought it was just TV trickery. But it, I thought it, it was hoodoo. Right? Hoodoo that they do, that who does. The bright lighting does on yeah. TV. And it's not. No. I've tried it here on the good old radio show, but I've got Zoom meetings. I've got, uh, right, sexy yep. liberal virtual. I've yeah. got uh, uh, FaceTime calls. You've got to get some Plexiderm. And boom, there go those wrinkles and under eye bags and crow's feet. And right now, OMG. What? Triplexiderm.com. Uh, type in my code VOICES. You get half off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. Or you can try their little teeny tiny trial pack. It's oh. not even that tiny for a trial pack, and it's only fourteen ninety-five. Holy cow. Try it. See what I'm talking about. Because yeah. I didn't believe it at first either. I got to tell you. But I'm telling you, call them if you want. 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Or go right to triplexiderm.com. Type in the code VOICES. Half off that full-size bottle plus an additional $10 off. Or try the fourteen ninety-five trial pack. You need, like, what's the, like the head of a pin. That's how much you need under each eye. Teeny Even tiny. that trial pack, mm-hmm. you're going to get a great trial. Right? Try it now. Go to triplexiderm.com. Type in VOICES. quick because i want to get to the news real quick before we let you go but you mentioned being this is hilarious because you told me you listened to me when you were in miami which i was like what? I but you I right you were you were in tv in, in uh southern florida right uh but i just love that you were the co-host of wake up wake up south florida a morning radio yeah. show yeah and you know what it's funny because i used to call you so you won't remember that you won't remember this but i would try to call in on your show because i love the show and it was so so fun and so funny and i was like i gotta call in and i only got through one you will not remember this because it was just so murky it was so far back but i was Did so you say excited. it was you well i mean it, i was just yeah i it was, I was just me i called in this is joy Reed. You, you maybe you can find it but I, I i did get through one time my comment was dumb, but at least I got through, and I was so excited. I was like, this is amazing, because oh I love talk radio. I'm a huge talk radio fan, uh, and so when I got the chance to you know, produce and co-host the show, Wake Up South Florida, it was just a lot of fun. I love the interaction of it. I just, I love it. 
okay, I'm going to play that story about my show, like just on, a, on an endless loop because that's okay. <laughs> that's the best story ever. Okay. Um, yeah, I hung up on Jay Leno once because I didn't know it was him that we were doing a joke contest and his sucked. But anyway, and Melissa Etheridge did call in once and I was like, that's not you. And I hung up on her too. But listen, so this is my life and why I'm in my basement and you're where you are. But also, I, I didn't know this. You left journalism to oppose the war in Iraq and George Bush. Um, you worked on the first Barack Obama campaign. Joy, don't you feel like you are, it's like you've been engineered in a laboratory for this moment in history, this intersection of race and justice and politics. I mean, yeah. what? I have to ask you, the George Floyd protest, does it actually feel like things are different and things have changed finally? Are they? Yes, think? absolutely. I, so I covered the first uh, Black Lives Matter um, you know, iteration, which was around um, Trayvon Martin, and then it proceeded through all of these police killings. And what you saw during Black Lives Matter from the 2012 era all the way through 2016 was that you had this young population of activists who were fighting not just the police and police violence and gun violence, but also fighting the public. You know, the majority of white America was against Black Lives Matter consistently all throughout this time, even with Trayvon, who was a 17 year old boy. It, you know, even with Tamir Rice, who was 12, there was, you know, there was no getting the majority on the side of this movement, and there was a lot of fight against it. What you now see are not only are, are do the majority of Americans, period, support Black Lives Matter, the majority of white Americans support Black Lives Matter. And those marches are not just Black people anymore. Now it's Black people, white people, Latinos, Indigenous people. You're seeing everybody out in the streets. And, you know, white allies have realized, wait a minute, we need to actually not applaud even from the House. But if we're on the street, we're less likely to get beaten up by the police. So we're going to be out here. And so I think the solidarity, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime. And I've never seen the speed. I mean, you talk about George Floyd is killed. And 30 days later, there's legislation on the floor of the House. That didn't happen in any of these previous cases, including Eric Garner, who said, I can't breathe on tape. So I think we're seeing progress. It's pretty rapid. Um, and I'm actually hopeful. Well, it's interesting. I know a conversation on your show on AM Joy was about, you know, what are the things that change things? One of them is having the first female black <laughs> anchor in primetime news. So you're yeah. such a part of this. And doesn't it, you, you were one of the early ones. You and our buddy Malcolm Nance. By the way, I've stolen every guest that you have. Um, <laughs> I will be you when I grow up. I will. But um, doesn't it strike you, Joy, that everything becomes one story now? Because when we're talking about two systems of justice, here's yeah. Roger Stone getting out of prison. Here's Michael Flynn's going to get a pardon. And do yeah. you feel like that's going to help us politically? When you look at the polling on Black Lives Matters, on, on yeah. Trump, on all of this, do you feel like, do you feel hopeful about November? Because you go, this is what we're saying, that there's two systems of justice. A hundred percent. I mean, so you, you think about, you know, Khalif Browder, who ends up three years in Rikers, waiting, awaiting trial on an alleged purse snatching, or George Floyd, who's allegedly accused of, passing a, a fake $20 bill to buy food, you know, who survived COVID and ends up choked out in the street for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And here's a connection to the, the, the stealing of an election, an attack on our election from a hostile foreign power. And he's like, yay, he's probably gonna get a Trump tattoo on his back to match the Nixon one now. 
Um, it is completely two systems of justice. It's gross. But I do think that, you know, the courts are not perfect. The Supreme Court, I never trust them. But even they are kind of being like, you know, we're not going to be all bad guys all the time. You know, on LGBT rights, we're going to try to be good guys a little bit here. I see a little bit of hope that the courts are kind of holding to get holding it together. Um, and I definitely think that if there's a new administration, I don't think it's over. Roger Stone, don't get too comfortable is what all I will say. Thank you. And it's, it's what Nancy Pelosi says and what you've been covering since day one. All roads lead to Russia. It all becomes one story. It's Russia, right through the bounty, Russian bounty on our soldiers' heads that seems yep. to have gone away in the news cycles yep. because there's so much to cover. I can't imagine yep. your life. I mean, these news cycles. We're going to have PTSD from our phone alerts, aren't we? We're like, what the fuck did he do now? What? <laughs> and my phone was just alerting, and I threw it on the floor. because I'm like, I don't even want to know, <laughs> whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want, but you know, I was thinking you're doing four hours and you fill in for everybody. So actually workload an hour a night for you is a cakewalk. You harbored overachiever. <laughs> I, left. I know I'm going to miss, I love that. You know, the thing is filling in is so fun. It's like, it's like subletting, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to sublet at Rachel yeah. Maddow's house. This is fun. And then you go sublet at Chris Hayes's and Lawrence O'Donnell. And I love their teams. And you just get to meet all these fun, interesting producers from all the shows. And all the shows have a personality. Like, they really have such yeah. distinct personalities that you fill in on one. And you're like, oh, okay, this is a different kind of house, you know? And it, 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 they're, and all the teams are so great. So I'm going to miss that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like an MSNBC, like, savant, like, rain woman. I'm just like, even the commercials, I'm like, say driver, say 40%, wins joy back. Now everyone knows don't. Are you, do you like being a motor? The question is, do you like not being a motor? I can't, I have a. I, but I don't understand the motor. Now, he says he wants to be the other kind of motor because how would he, would he have legs and then a bike on the top? Right. I don't get I'm it. glad that you think about that during commercial breaks, just like I do. I, I understand that, right, that we're not <laughs> prepping. We're going, I don't understand the fucking motor thing. Um, Joy, I texted you the day you announced your show on the air and I literally thought, Oh, don't, maybe not today. Don't text her today. But, and then you texted me back. And then that was the first time I peed myself. I was like, oh, shit, she said yes. And then I saw your Instagram post where you literally got 17,000 something emails. It's crazy. 300 something texts. And you answered me and you said yes. And that's the kind of person you are. And I love you with the heat of a thousand white hot suns. All the Steph heads are going to be. Oh my God, behind your show, a thousand percent. I am so excited. I, I cannot wait. Congratulations, Joy. You are uh, you are just a rock star. And thank you thank for doing you. this. Well, as an OG staff head, uh, I appreciate uh, you just uh, having me on so I can talk to your wonderful listeners. Um, you are brilliant. Uh, I love you. And uh, thank you. And keep some seven o'clock times open for me because I would love to have you come on and chat with me uh, on air as well. Oh, I would love to. No, people know not to fucking call me now. Four to five uh, Pacific. Don't fucking call me now. I will not no. be available. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, oh my God, I... I just I could not be more excited for you. And uh, this was just, it seriously was so kind of you. I know your week is crazy this week. And uh, you remember, they tried to come for you a couple times, and me and the Steph heads had your back. Yes. Do not fucking you come for my, my joy Yep. I love y'all. Yep. Thank you guys. You guys are part of my I family. Thank you. Okay. Such a liberal army salutes you. We love yes. you. And your such a liberal husband, who we haven't seen, but we love. Okay. Love you, Joy. <laughs> He's <a> great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>